Hello and welcome to This Is Our Year, Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Mikey Kalpikoff. Joining me as always is Carrie Armagost and Austin Southers. So, finally, feels like it's been forever since we've had an exciting post game. The Vikings beat the Chargers, who are widely considered to be a good team, on the road by a score of 27 to 20. Yay. First victory of a team over 500. It gotta happen at some point. Yeah, I mean, this was a pretty. I'm just happy to have, finally have a win. I was tired of having these pretty rough back-to-back losses, so this was a good game for the Vikes. Yeah, agreed. And the season is still young, so there's there's so many more games that we can still win and sneak into the playoffs. Because, I mean, the way the NFL is going this year, I mean, I still think it's anyone's game at this point. As far mm-hmm. as you know, there's maybe one team from each conference that's kind of maybe taking control a little bit, but these wild cards could go any way. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of big games that can help us get into the playoffs, the Packers coming up game, one of the biggest games of the season so far. Yeah, absolutely, and we still have to face them twice. So, yeah, so that can help us out a lot. Mm-hmm. For sure, and uh, about that one, and we'll get into it more, but it looks like they'll be without Aaron Jones. Mm, that helps us, because I'm pretty sure Aaron Jones typically has a – a pretty good affair against the Vikings. Yeah, we'll have to look more into that, but I think you're right on that. Mm-hmm. But, again, still back to this Chargers game. Uh, the Vikings dominated time on offense, that time of possession. They had they beat them by 12 minutes. And, so, you know, that's big. And one player I really want to give credit to for that, Eric Hendricks. Mm-hmm. For he, sure. What a machine. He un- was this most. He was a cornerstone on the defense and gave us plenty of opportunities to just make this ball game ours. And ooh, I mean, from start to finish, he just made a presence the whole time. Yeah, he was great. So, really, yeah, what the Vikings did on defense, they were able to force Herbert into some tough situations. You know, it's it's that young quarterback and exactly. Yeah, it seems that. They really had his number on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I, I'm still just super disappointed in these Vikings about is our third downs. We are just so incredibly bad on third down. I mean, five for 14, that's that's not incredible. Granted, the Chargers no. went five for 12. We've got to credit that to our great defense. This is just consistently bad ratings on third down for the Vikes defense. I, that, I hope that's something that we can somehow improve on. No, I agree. It's it's the down where they're least efficient on. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's tough. I mean, honestly, this was a really good game, and I don't have a lot of negatives from it. That would be one of them. My other negative would be we still got this penalty bug. We had yep. ten penalties yep. for 118 yards, and you know. Oliudo, Oliudo has been, you know, he's been pretty good. He honestly, we've had pretty good year for our offensive line. They haven't let up a lot of sacks, but Oliudo is the second most penalized player in the NFL. Yikes. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you can't really have that. So I don't know. Then there's the conversation of we just need to get our five best guys on the line. However, it happens mm-hmm. if. Uh, if Garrett Bradbury comes back, which he was cleared from uh, COVID protocol. So, uh, and Zimmer, Zimmer said something about that. He said that they would be evaluating Bradbury's health and they'd be evaluating 
Mason Cole's last couple of games to decide who the starter is going to be on this upcoming Sunday. Could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's worth having the conversation, though. Has Mason Cole uh, made enough of an impact to maybe think about getting that starting spot? And if he doesn't get that starting uh, spot on at center, how much work has he done at guard? It's something to think about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. guess we'll, we'll just have to see what happens on that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the line, you know, Christian Dersa, he was looking really solid this game. I don't know if you guys are at all paying attention to him, but he uh, – I mean, his side was just, I felt like, always kept in check. And I don't know. He it did was... let up a couple t- tackle for losses, though. He let up a couple of those and a few pressures. I don't think he played an amazing game. I mean, he – No, not I saw amazing. the PFF ranking, and he, he got like a 50-something. It was not a good game for him. One of his actually probably worst games, I'd say. I mean, I would just say it's a tough check. The Chargers' defensive line is pretty solid, but – I felt like, for the most part, he wasn't the weakest on the team. I felt like the yeah, there was other players, like was it O'Neal who caused the turnover? Yeah, on I Kirk mean, Cousins. I, to give him credit, I don't. Uh, he's probably the best left tackle we've had in you know quite some time. I feel like any other left tackle we've had in the last <clears throat> four or five years probably would have done exponentially worse. So yes, I suppose I should give him some credit. But mm-hmm. yeah, he, he he's made a few mistakes, and like granted. This is rookie season, not really coming off any kind of preseason. He was injured this whole time. And, no. you know, he's bound to make some mis- mistakes. So I'm willing to definitely cut him some slack for that kind of stuff. He did. Nope, can't up. happen. Nope, can't happen. He's <laughs> got to play at a Pro Bowl level right away. And if he's not, get him off the team. No, I think he's yeah. been playing pretty well. I mean, he's given me more confidence than we've gotten from a lot our other linemen in the rookie season for sure. Yeah, he did let up a, a pretty costly holding penalty, I think, on the one-yard line. But yeah, yeah, what can you do? It, we ended one, up winning, that, so all's well that ends well, I suppose, huh? That is one thing I will say. Our I was disappointed with our line was uh, when we were in the red zone on the goal line. It just I felt like we just could not block for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, so some key players on the offense this time: Dalvin Cook went for 94 rushing yards on 24 carries, and he had 24 receiving yards on three catches. Now. It's like a pretty good game, like pretty solid. The yards per carry isn't stellar, but I mean, that's kind of the Vikings. They just have to be consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, they were really able to get their whole offense running. They weren't totally stifled. You know, he was able to get, there were multiple plays he was able to get, you know, six yards a run up the middle, eight yard run up the middle. Not so like true. they were efficient running it. And that was good. That's all we can really ask for. Yeah. If we can't get, you know, one of these big breaks from him that he's kind of famous for. Well, and also I would say this was a, we were playing a different style. I felt like we had a different game plan than most weeks. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but we were very much, I think, making plays for the pass, focusing on getting past plays and showing how explosive we can be. Um, And I thought a lot of, I don't know if you noticed a lot of the first plays we were doing on drives were pass plays. And I kind of thought that was nice to, not just try to force the run and whatnot. We are actually doing pretty well with that, I thought. Yeah. I mean, especially getting Justin Jefferson involved. Yeah. Yeah. He was truly the star of the game. Justin Jefferson, 143 yards through the air on nine catches. Yeah. He was uh, awesome. Yeah. No, give <laughs> utter dominance. You got to give your playmakers the ball. And Justin Jefferson is that caliber of player. 
Did you guys see him flip the ball to Keenan Allen? Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, he I don't like I don't like these taunting penalties, but these refs are so inconsistent. That should have been a taunting penalty. He said he was just having fun, and that's just it. I feel like a lot of times these players are just having fun, but then they get a 15-yard penalty for it. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. I got so hyped when he did it just because, like, hey, he's got to draw the line. And, you know, he knows that he's better than him. Everybody does. So, I mean, it was just so, so badass. Uh, both receivers played really well, I thought. I I thought Keenan Allen was one of the best-looking parts of the Chargers offense this last week, too. It was a fun matchup seeing these two receivers really go head-to-head. Yeah, uh, Keenan Allen was able to get, you know – he was on some of the more, you know, short, quick passes, you know, and he was really good at that. They, no, I think he was 11 for 13, and that efficiency, I don't know any coach that wouldn't want that. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't know why the Chargers didn't stick with that kind of an approach. I felt like, well, we can get into that. We can get into, you know, the Chargers on offense. But I just, before we do that, I just wanted to say Kirk went 25 for 37, 294 yards and two touchdowns. He looked pretty good. He made some really awesome throws especially in the red zone, getting it to Tyler Conklin in the end zone. when That one was more Conklin, though. I'm giving that to the awareness of Conklin. That throw was messy. Well, it was a messy throw, but he was was being hit on the throw. So, yeah, I give it to both of them. It was just – it was a kind of a very unlikely touchdown. A a fluke, yeah. Glad it happened, though. Man. No, like I said, that was a great play made by Conklin in the red zone. Mm -hmm. Just knowing where the ball is. Yeah, yeah. But – yeah, I going back to the receivers and the offensive game plan for the Chargers, I feel like if they would have just stuck with, you know, what they know that they're good at, they could have probably come back and win this game. They had a lot of punts. They had to give it back to the Vikings a lot. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, but honestly, they were they were outcoached. You yeah. know, we made the call last week, said Zim, play for your job, and he answered the call. No, and it was I think this was a matchup that was just nice for that, especially for him having a younger QB who's on a hot streak. And uh, it was just took advantage of kind of, I think maybe some things he's still not exactly well equipped in as being such a young QB only in a team for the second year. And I agree with you. I think it was very well coached game by Zim. I thought he, he took risks that we haven't seen him take this year. Um, and it was just nice. It was nice to see confidence given in the team. And, I mean, this just showed – this was – I mean, I know this was a relatively close-scoring game, but it really felt like the Vikings were in check and in charge this whole game. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we were only up by a touchdown, but this win feels like more than that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's really a statement win after being in so many – close one score games and getting our hearts broken so many times just this season it was really great to you know come out on the other end of it this time yes Yes. and the most complete game that i think we've probably had this season oh no kidding yeah i mean no not a whole lot of face palming was done i mean there was definitely some but you know there's more good moments than bad it was a breath of fresh air Right. It was really just kind of those things that we were talking about, you know, the penalties and and the third downs. But, like, we were able to overcome it, and that's just it. The Vikings this season have been able – I mean, this game especially, they've been able to overcome a lot of these things just through 
the team just meshed. It was good. It was really good. Zimmer was there. The leadership was there. Kirk was on. You know, Dalvin was able to get running. We were giving the ball to our playmakers. Eric Kendricks, Cameron Bynum filled in well as well. So Cameron Bynum has a PFF grade of like 90-something right now. I don't think he's played enough games to have a like be ranked. But just in these two games, he has a PFF grade of, I think it's like 90.2. It's awesome. I think I saw he's already played like 168 snaps in those two games, though, which is those two full games for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good one, thing, one thing that was fun to see with the Vikings also, um, second game in a row with um, having a trick fourth down special team play called. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's, we're getting a little more – I think comfortable on these going for it on fourth down. And I think we should, because it has proven in the last few years, how much more effective it can be having a team that goes for it on fourth. But I don't know. I feel like we're at a point in the season where our, we, we need to be pretty creative with the play calls. And I thought this game was a really good game for that. And also subbing, we were subbing in, I think at a better rate than usual, especially on the offense. I like the mixture that Dalvin and Alexander had in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd still like to see a little bit more uh, Kenny Nwangu. I understand, like, you know, for when they called the trick play, they were saving him for that. And ultimately, it didn't work. But I don't know. There was something different about this game. The aggressiveness was just new. It kind of breathed some new life into this whole team. You know, it was awesome to see. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, I felt like this was a game where it was a pass first kind of game. It was in like how we said like, Oh, it seemed like almost like a Madden style of trying to go with the pass to open up the run. And I felt like that's what we did to this last game and really helped us get into a position to take the lead and hold it for as long as we did. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. This is maybe a hot take, probably not a hot take at this point anymore after week 10 of the season. But I think after this win, I don't see a scenario where Zimmer is not the head coach for the rest of the season. Not no, I agree. I agree. He's, he's I agree. definitely the head coach the rest of the season. I mean, Unless we're just at a point it would be foolish to move on. We're right in the thick of the playoff hunt. It, we're doing it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's weird because for the future, okay, for people who want a change at head coach, I see you. And you know what? I I can even say I agree at times, you know, that's reasonable. But, you know, while we have this old school head coach that we have, these are the types of games that we can expect to win against these, you know, talented young head coaches and the talented young quarterbacks. Ultimately, it's not our choice in the matter as to who our head coach is, but it's nice to see, you know, the positive sides of a head coach like Mike Zimmer, since it feels like through a lot of the season, we haven't really seen those types of positive sides. So it's super refreshing to see him, you know, just excited and fired up. He was talking to Justin Jefferson, apparently, uh, this week in practice. And he said, you know what? We're going to put our trust in you. You better get ready because we're going to get a lot of – you're going to get a lot of work this game. Yeah. you got to earn it, but we're putting our trust in you. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad to see him say that kind of stuff. No, exactly. I mean – with the state of the Vikings and some events that are coming up, it's nice to see Justin Jefferson is going to have to step into being maybe potentially first option, especially going into the end of the season. And 
I, it was very confident. I thought this was really great. I think this game answered some of the hiccups that I've seen from him in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was a really good bounce back performance and just showing he was able to show that, Hey, I can be, I can be a workhorse wide receiver. I can be your, your first second down kind of guy. And I don't know. He's just a pretty much showing to be a lethal, a lethal threat the entire game. And I mean, this game was probably the best that I saw him and Adam Thielen playing as a duo, especially. I just felt like, oh, we just looked good in the past whole game. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I mean, I think Jefferson was taking, you know, a lot of that work, but in the times that we really needed it, like on the, what was it, third and third and twenty, Adam mm-hmm. Thielen was wide open for that, uh, for the eighteen yard reception to set up the fourth and two to seal the game. It, you're right. right; they worked wonderful. really well as a duo. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. They were able to get open. Nothing wrong with the receivers today. No, yeah, it was a great me. game from those guys. And it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch those guys have fun. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I enough, in the though. end, I don't, I don't care what happens in the game, just as long as these guys have fun. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough, KJ Osborne didn't have a target or a reception. But that's okay. I'm, sometimes you don't have them. And that's, you know... That's wide receiver three. We were able to get it done without, you know, getting too tricky on it. We were just able to get it to our two main guys, and it all worked out. Tyler Conklin in the end zone. Yeah, it, it all worked out. It was awesome. How about so, that play from Dalvin where he uh, – I think it happened in the first half where he basically just fought tooth and nail to get that first down. Yeah. I don't know if you guys got to see that one where there's basically, I think there's a total of like five or six different guys end up touching him in a play span, but he still backs up and pushes all the way through. And it's just, that's the aggressive, that's the attitude and that's the behavior we need to have to win these games. And we need and Alexander Madison, that one play where he shook five tackles. Yeah, I mean, that's just it. It's, we have so many weapons that can do it and we just have to play with such an aggression. I mean, we've been this season just great in the first half. We're still the best team in the entire NFL on first drives in the game. We're number one. We've scored, uh, I think it's 41 points in the entire season on just first drives alone, and that's first in the NFL. So we know how to start a game. It's just we need to carry this energy all the way through, and especially into the second half. Yeah, agreed. So I do have a question for you guys. What does the Vikings record have to be at the end of this season to be convinced that the Zimmer Cousins setup will work or won't work? So I need a bottom threshold that says, nope, we're done. We're nuking it. It's just like what we were talking about before. Get them, get them all out. And what is mm-hmm. the top, what is the top record that they need for you to say, you know what, let's give them, let's give them another shot. With me, it's not so much of a record. It's more of how you do in the playoffs. It doesn't matter, I think, if we win out or anything. I don't think we're going to have a flattering record this season. Even if we make the playoffs, I think it's going to not be the best on paper. My more concerns is how we do in the playoffs. Um, so I think more importantly, I would say if we what they need to do to have another season, uh, conference championship is my opinion. If you don't get there, it's kind of hard for me to see why to keep going i yeah. for me it's if we it's what side we're on with uh 
500. I think if we're at eight and nine, I think Zimmer gets fired right now. Like if the second that we're eight and nine and we don't make the playoffs, he's done. If we're at nine and eight and we make the playoffs, I still think that's maybe a means for Zimmer getting fired. Um, yeah, I agree. I I don't think he has a possibility to get a record flat like that looks good. No, so Zimmer doesn't seem to have a very big leash, at least, you know, in the eyes of fans. Who knows what ownership thinks? I think Cousins does have a little bit longer of a leash just because he's on such a demanding contract. There's no way that we I, – I don't know who trades for Cousins with that huge of a cap hit. Yeah. It's, it's not the talent because he's got the talent. And at that I mean, rate, we I, may I, as well I, keep him if we're, you know, if we're talking about trading him for the sake of talent and value. I don't know. I disagree on that. I think if we wanted to trade him, his stats this season – there are so many teams that would love to have a QB with this touchdown interception ratio. Um, so I do. Well, that's think- a very specific offense that you need him in, though. And with today's NFL, with all these mobile quarterbacks and everything, you're talking a very small handful of teams that would want a Kirk Cousins style quarterback in no, their offense. They're not. It's not. I mean, he's an old QB. I admit that he's not like some. Oh, we can trade a lot for. But the thing is. There is only so many mobile QBs in the league. Yes, the league is going to that point, but I would still say we only have four premier running QBs in the entire league. Not every team can have that. And, I mean, let's look at teams like the Jets or teams like like even Denver, Broncos, who they just don't have the most secure QB room. And a QB that has what? 18 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's a nine to one TD interception ratio. That's huge. That is that is looking good. That that's nine. That's a great. That's a ninety percent. Yeah, I, I can't deny that Kirk's got some of the some of the best stats in the league this year. He's 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 played great. But I think the only thing is, I think there's a lot. There's probably a lot of teams that could be looking to make an upgrade at QB, but. I think with that cap hit, it's just unrealistic to ask from any team. And that's well, the bottom. It's part. only one season, though. Remember, there's after this one, it's one season left with it. So that um, it's not horrible. But I do think he will ride that season and we'll have him for next year. I don't think Kirk's a player we're going to be trading or moving. I think he'll play through his contract. I I think I would all I would go as far as to say that he'll get an extension. Maybe, um, depending we'll on how we. I, I want to see how – I think it, that really depends on – he. I think he needs – if he wants an extension, he needs to at least get two more playoff wins in the next two years, at least, to get an extension. I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to believe that, but if you look at the quarterbacks that are out there, who else, you know, I don't think there's any good quarterbacks that we should be going for in this draft at this point. Granted, I need to do a little bit more research on that. Yeah. But – I don't see us going for a quarterback in this draft. Hard to say about the next draft, but there certainly isn't a quarterback in the NFL right now that I would, you know, want to switch to. I mean, I mean, it depends. There could how, many, be. how many quarterbacks would we be able to get? That's the thing. I think Kirk, Kirk's been playing as a top 10 for sure quarterback this season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Realistically, I don't know who else we could really get. Who are we? Who are we getting in return? 
And at that point, I say keep Kirk. No, and I, I mean, the thing is, when we, I think when we move on, it may not be an upgrade at the moment. Um, that's just it. I mean, with Kirk Cousins, we took in a veteran QB. And I don't know why we're having this conversation really right now. I think Kirk played very well in this last game. The one in a turnover he did have wasn't really his fault. It was just bad placement of the linemen. Um, so, no, I don't think Kirk's really in worry of losing his job. Like I've said, I think he's been one of the more consistent members of this team this entire season. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, anyway. I, think, I think he's fine. Yeah, probably. I think Zimmer's the one that has to worry. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there. this is going to be a conversation that I'm sure we'll come back to, and we'll come back to it as we, as we have all season. But we do have a Twitter question from Dube. He says, in episode three, y'all made predictions on the Vikings record this season. Mikey predicted 11 and six. Austin predicted 12 and five. And Kerry's prediction was nine, seven and one ish. Now, what are your predictions for the rest of the games this season? Now that we've seen the Vikings in action. Um, I don't know. Somebody go first. I have to look at the rest of the schedule. Yeah, I'm doing that too. It's uh, next up. We've got the the Packers, okay, the 49ers, the Lions, the Steelers, the Bears, the Rams, the Packers, and the Bears. Okay, let's be honest. There's a lot of games that we can win. Um, Lions, that's a win. Steelers, especially with how they just looked. Letting tying with the Lions, that's another potential win. I think we're through the tough, tough end of our schedule. Granted, yes, we still have to play the Packers, but that's every year thing. And I so I think we still have a shot. I can imagine. I can. I think we'll drop two more games. I think we do have the easier end of our schedule, but I do think we'll lose at least two more games on the season. Yeah, here's the thing. I think okay, we've got. Coming up next week, we've got the Packers at home. That's one, if we're assuming that we split with the Packers, let's say we take this one at home. Uh, Packers maybe win at Lambeau. Uh, mm-hmm. 49ers the week after that. I'll say – I'll give it to the Vikings. Yeah, same. Why not? You know, Lions, I give it to the Vikings. Steelers, I give it to the Vikings. Uh, Vikings at Bears, I don't know. That's a tough one. I could see us losing to the Bears – at Soldier Field. It's always tough to play at Soldier Field. And it's, uh, I believe that one's a Monday night football. So even a little bit more pressure there. You know, in my opinion, I think we'll beat the Viking. I think we'll beat the Bears. This season, we've shown that we're a team that can hang with any team we play. The Bears have not given me that at, at all times during this season. And I think we're just a more well-rounded team than them at the moment. I agree with that. But, you know, at the same time, it's sometimes teams get caught sleeping on the Bears, and I don't want the Vikings to be one of those teams this year. No, we've been doing it the last few years, so that's why I don't think we'll So I just did the math. I've got nine and eight. That's my final. I'm sticking with my, like, ten, seven, and one, or nine and eight, somewhere in there. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of where I'm at, too, because I figure I I hand it to the Rams over the Vikings. I hope – I don't know. The Rams look vulnerable as well. They've got their vulnerabilities. So, but for now, I still have to give that one to the Rams. Uh, yeah, I think we split with Packers and Bears. I think that's best case scenario that we have to w- wish for. Right. Well, I could see at 
at the very best, I think we dro- I don't think we win out. At the very best, we drop one more game. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. At the worst, we drop three more. That's what I think. Uh, yeah. I could see us ending. Well, I mean, it's, we're not the type of team to tank. So we're the type of team that are going to play out in the entire season. It's Minnesota style. Yeah, I could see us ending anywhere from nine and eight to what eleven and six. Which yeah, I think eleven and six is best off best case scenario. Yeah, Carrie, you were telling me before about what you said. The Vikings have the fifth easiest remaining schedule, according to some chart I saw on at Vikes Insider. Um, yeah, apparently Vikes have the fifth easiest remaining schedule, which I don't know how the heck that makes any sense with playing the Packers twice and the Rams and the Bears. I just, I, I don't know, but yeah, apparently. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how that goes and those things, they're going to evolve each and every week after, you know, seeing how teams do, but I guess that's, that's a nice thing to see. What's a, I've got a question for you guys. What's one team that you are glad that we didn't have either didn't have to play this season or no, let's, rephrase it what's one team that we are not playing this season that you are glad we are not facing next week hmm. um, um, before i answer that can i just say something quick that really kind of shook me for a second yeah so i'm watching like just some nfl tv show and it was showing it's showing the chargers against the 49ers and this must be a game from the past because i didn't notice it for a second but it shook me for a second because it popped up the QB stats and Colin Kaepernick was the QB. And I was like, did he just get re-signed? <laughs> but no. Um, if only. If only. The team that we're not facing, that I'm glad we're not facing this week. Um, I mean, that's a good one. I mean. I've got I, one just, if you don't have one. but No, you go for it. Was... Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say it, and this might be this might be a little unpopular, but I'll say the Patriots. Uh, that I was think, my answer. That yeah, was, nobody that's the, really. That's the team I was thinking of when I brought this this up. If we had to play the Patriots at home this week, that'd be a loss. That'd be an L. They have so much momentum going right now. It could just be a facade. You know, they could lose out at this point. But man, they have got something cooking up there. I'm excited to see how long it lasts. Yeah, me too. It's it's weird to see. You know, Belichick is back, and it seems like Mac Jones is. He's looking like he's the best good. pick from the draft. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a it was looking earlier in the season like Jamar Chase was running away with rookie of the year, but some of the other rookies, especially Mac Jones, have started to make their case. No, definitely. Um yeah, I mean cuz we've already played several of the teams that are really scary, I think. We have had a tough schedule. Um if you asked me maybe at the beginning of the season, I would have said the Chiefs, but with how they've played now, I kind of would want to face them. So, yeah, I think the Patriots' defense is probably the scariest defense out there at the moment. Um, maybe even the Bucks. I guess. I wouldn't want to play them. I just yeah. feel like that's just a loss if we did face them. I just don't think we could beat Tom Brady and the Bucks. Bills but, are sharp this year, too. Who is? The Bills. Yeah, but, I mean, even with after this last performance where – it was what nine to six against the Jaguars. It just shows that they're not as strong as everybody thinks they are. And I think they've they've had that happen a couple times this season. Is and I think that happened to a lot of teams last year who look really good. Same with the Browns. 
I think there's a lot of teams who were getting a lot of hype coming into the season and they've just kind of looked like normal suffering franchises like us all. Well, shall we move to the this is our Euro meter? Yeah. I think we shall. Hmm. I mean, what were you – so I was not part of the post game last week. What were you guys at last week? Uh, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, I thought you were there for it. Yeah, you were there. You were there. Oh, yeah. Because you, we you like, talked about how you were at like an eight in the first half and then it fell. It dropped way down. Yeah. Yeah, I felt uh, like I was like maybe 36 to 43 maybe. Yeah, I was sitting at about a 40. For me, I think it moves up to about a 60. I don't want to get too – too excited here but i think we've got momentum we've got an easier part of the season coming up got to get through the packers luckily it's at home we'll have patrick peterson back so yeah i'm thinking yeah. of 71 i'm feeling really good right now if we can if we can play every game like we played last week we have a chance to maybe do that 11 and 6 that we had kind of hoped that we could do mm-hmm. i think i'm sitting at a 55 we got a tough week coming up um i don't want to put too much hope into something just to get crushed. Now, if we beat the Packers this next week, now, yeah, that's big. That can shoot. That might jump us up to 70s. But I think at the moment, they're just sitting at a modest 55. That is modest, yes. Just a tad bit of optimism, hopefulness, if you will. Yes. Um, uh, Any takes on this last game or any hot takes, I don't know, about the Vikings so far at this point in the season? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was just I, I, I was thinking about uh, before, like I said, how I, despite all this talk about, you know, Zimmer getting fired, it's not happening this season for sure. And I don't think we're going to be having, I don't think we're really going to be having that conversation until the off season. Mm-hmm. And again, that might not be a super hot take, but that's what I've got for today. Okay. Yeah, no, my big thing is I am so incredibly impressed at the fact that we have allowed so few sacks. I just keep waiting for a game where we're going to allow eight sacks. It's just not happening. No, yeah, definitely. Like I said, and I think this has been one of the, especially in the last, I'd say, four seasons, our offensive line has looked pretty good, to the exception of penalties. They have done that this year quite a bit. But if we can just clean up our play and awareness on the field, I think, yeah. We're looking good. We're giving Kirk that time we always said he needed. Yeah. Um, I think the key is just we got to get hot at the right time. You know, that's a that's a cliche, I know. But it happens. It happens with teams. Uh, look at the Bucks last year. They struggled a lot in the middle of the year. But they got hot toward the end of the season, went on a huge streak. And look where they went. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. I think Kirk Cousins is going to finish the season with at least 35 passing touchdowns. Ooh, I like it. I think he's about to go into his hot streak. Um, I actually think, not to give too much, I think in this next game he's going to have three passing touchdowns. I like it. I like it. You got anything, Kerry? Um, as far as hot takes for next game? No, not for next game. That was just my little add-on to that. No, I, I mean, think... I, I agree. I think it'd be great to see the Vikes just really go on a run here. I hope we can carry momentum from this game. I mean, I think that's the biggest takeaway from this week is there's obviously the pride in our hometown Vikes and how well they played this week, but let's just hope that they can continue it on. 
the story of our lives. Yeah. Agreed. Now, before we move on to the like around the league segment, I do feel, you know, I, I want to clarify something on this whole ever evolving Dalvin Cook situation. We're here to talk about football. And it, it is worth noting that if the things that he is accused of are true, then I totally condemn it and I totally condemn him. No doubt. Until this thing plays out, I just want to be perfectly clear that when we talk about Dalvin, there is a separation on what he does on the field versus off the field. And if someone doesn't want to root for him because of the things that he's accused of, I totally get it. You're completely valid and that's fair. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like that needed a little bit of extra clarification, just that this is what we do. We cover football and we do not condone violence against women or anybody. So good job, Mike. Hey, thanks. Yeah. I just, if it needed to be said, it did. Yeah. So that is that on that. So, uh, Around the league and really around the division, the Bears were on a bye this week. So I think we moved to another game ahead of them. They are at three and five, and we are at four and five. Yep. So that's nice. Good for us. Uh, the Lions didn't lose. Still winless team, but uh, the best winless team in NFL history. Apparently. Well, the nice thing now is. I don't I, – even if they do not win a game this season, they will be at least better than all the other 0-16 prior teams to this moment. That's true. So they will not go down as the worst team of all time. No, in my book, they already weren't. They're going down as the – The best. The best, the best worst team of all time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so – there was a brutal Seahawks Seahawks loss to the Packers. What seventeen to nothing? It was first time Russell Wilson has got shut in, shut out in his entire career. Yeah, I think it was three to nothing going into the fourth quarter. So really, not an impressive game on either side. Obviously, not from the Seahawks, but mm-hmm. like it's not really much to be proud of for the Packers either. No, not really. So I don't know. I, I've I do have maybe a hot take here on that one. I think Russ wants out of the Seahawks by next year. Ooh. I don't I think know he'll about be, that. He will be the hot quarterback uh, on the trading block this offseason. That's Not Aaron Rodgers? Well, I think everybody knew that Aaron Rodgers would be there, but I think uh, this will be a new surprise. I don't think Russ will lose. I think he's too connected to this for organization. I mean – and it would be hard to really get into a better situation to improve uh, his receiving room. And with how the Seahawks played, they're going to get a, probably a good draft pick. So I think they can, they'll can they be able to fix areas in their team that need to be fixed. All right, here's a thought. What if Russ went to the Packers? I don't think they, he'd want to go. They don't want to roll with Jordan Love. I think they're going to have to roll with Jordan Love or a new rookie or Andy Dalton. <laughs> or go get Nick Foles yeah it's just I yeah no I don't know I don't think Packers are going to get a premium QB right away also did you see that uh, Packers stock is for sale again yeah did you buy in of course not (laughs) no I didn't but yeah that's interesting I just remember for the longest time they they weren't selling stock but yeah, because you had to be like a resident or something in Green Bay. 
Yeah, right. But here they go again. So, uh, around the rest of the league, the 49ers got the better of Matt Stafford and the Rams on Monday Night Football. And that was also OBJ's uh, Rams debut. Did not turn out. I think he only got, what, 18 yards? Yeah, not incredible. Yeah, I kept seeing memes about uh, right after the game saying Odell is requesting a trade. Yeah, but yeah, no, not not impressive. But the Chiefs look like they're back after beating the Raiders handily. They look like they're back. Keyword. Who really knows? Uh, but Patrick Mahomes threw for, I think, over 400 yards and five touchdowns. So it looked like the Mahomes of old. No kidding. Yeah, he looks really, really good. And, hey, the Chiefs are looking like the Vikings this year. You know, as far as, like, their storyline, hopefully they can carry this momentum on and continue winning. But, man, those guys are just not the same team. No. Yeah, I honestly, I kind of hope they don't make the playoffs. I want to see this team flop. It would be a little bit more interesting to see that uh, AFC playoff picture without the Chiefs in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really know who's going to win in the AFC, but uh, the AFC has been, you know, pretty consistently good this year. The Saints lost to the Titans in what was a pretty close game, uh, but again, I'm always happy to see the Saints lose. So. No problems here. Uh, the Eagles seem to be getting a little bit of momentum after taking down Denver, who Denver in the previous week really shut down the Cowboys. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the NFL this year. So many – not a single team has been consistent, really. No, I mean, even look at Arizona Cardinals, who started out as being the sole undefeated team. Now I'm two back-to-back weeks have looked kind of no, – not back-to-back, but uh, have had two games now where they've just been shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and it's weird. Even the even the good teams haven't – even the ones that are consistently good have lost in, like, the weirdest ways. Like, the Bills lost to Jacksonville last week. Like, yep. earlier in the season, the Titans lost to the Jets. But it's it's been such a weird season. But – Moving on with that, the Panthers took down the Cardinals, and like you just said, they uh, it was Cam Newton's big return to Carolina. I think he had two touchdowns on his first two plays. Yeah, no, well, not just that. He was the first, only person in NFL history who, on his first run and first pass in a game, both resulted in a touchdown. <laughs> Dude's a legend. Uh. Also, Cowboys destroyed the Falcons. It was not a good game for the Falcons. Uh, the Patriots beat the Browns in very convincing fashion after the Browns looked like such a strong team earlier this year. They've had that injury bug. Ooh, they're one of those teams that just can't catch a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. Baker hasn't been healthy for a few weeks. Yeah, he mm-hmm. looks like a – yeah, geez, he looks so rough. Well, that in, that shoulder injury, I mean, any time a QB hurts his shoulder in a season, there's going to be a big question mark over his head for the rest of it. Right. Fortunately, it's not his throwing arm, but still, it, it that's got to have a big effect. His commercials are so funny, though. I love them. I know. That's why <laughs> I wanted to stay successful. 
Yes, yes. Uh, the Bills beat the Jets to nobody's surprise. Yep. Colts beat the Jags in a pretty close game. The Bucks, I think now they've lost two in a row. They just lost to Washington football team. The name redacted. Yeah. Uh, Brady threw two interceptions like early in the game in the first quarter, and uh, they just couldn't really come back from it. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's it, these teams are on unbe- these teams. Excuse me, are beatable. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, nobody's looking undefeated. Nobody's looking like a giant. Like, I feel like, especially in the world of football, the last few seasons, you've always had these, like, almost felt like super teams or teams that just were on another level. And this season, it's just no team has just been able to kind of stay above everybody else or stand shoulders mm-hmm. above. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really, to conclude that, the NFCs, it's wide open. I mean, We're I would say so is the AFC at this point. Yeah, I, I guess. And that's – it's so weird to be at this point in the season and not really have any runaway teams. But, you know, we're half a game back from the seven seed right now with a lot of season left. And I think, you know, if uh, – when do – when does Carolina go on a bye? I'm not sure. But they're five and five. We're four and five. But even if we end up with the same record as them, we hold a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so that definitely helps. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really we, important. We got to get that win next week. Yeah. I mean, these upcoming divisional games, that's what's going to make or break this season now. Mm-hmm. Got to win those home games for sure. You know, I feel like, especially with the Packers, it's a coin flip on both of these games. We just got to be fortunate for, uh, for the home game and then hope that we can come away with the away game as well because we don't want to lose this home game and then put ourselves in a position where we're forced to win that away game. No, exactly. We got to earn earn it. Got to fight. Agreed. So, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap this thing up? I mean, no. yeah, good, good to win. Hopefully we can keep the momentum going. Yeah, Eric Hendricks was the big dog this week. Yeah. Looking forward to another big game. Uh, the aggressiveness paid off this week. Uh, I just like to let's not take our foot off the gas going into next week. No, that's really it. You know, it it worked so well, and it's what we all like to see. It it kept the defense guessing. So let's just keep it up. Yeah, let's get charged up, Minnesota. Like Agreed. that. Like that. I like that. You like that? (laughs) You like that? (laughs) All right. Well, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, Well, not this week. Still got one more episode this week. Oh, right. So that'll do it for us just for today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, and you can get our podcast straight from there. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter as well, at Vikings. Send us questions. Send us comments. We'd love to talk. Good seeing you, fellas. Yeah, absolutely. Good to talk to you, and we will catch you later on in the week to preview the Packers game. Skull bikes. Let's go.